Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey does a shampoo! And Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello, welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And we are still in quarantine. Um... So a bunch of people have DM'd us asking us, like, what are we doing every day? What's our routine? What's our life like? How is it different? Um, so I thought we could talk about that, right? Yeah. There's um, much to say. There's much to say. At the very least, we hope. So we've gotten we've got updated microphones. We hope the sound is even better this week. Um, we're doing everything we can to make this podcast still just as great as before. So Send us your feedback and we're going to keep improving. All right, Sammy. So what is the weirdest thing you do? Quarantine edition. Um, I have a daily frosting party at 4 p.m. <laughs> like frost yourself or like, like, what do you mean? Like jewelry? Like, like every day at four, around four o'clock, I dig into the frosting um, ah. and usually with pretzels. Um, but like it's become... A routine like I start to crave it at the same time I'm like I gotta just get this frosting right now um, and then yesterday I was in the middle of my frosting party when my therapist called I forgot that I had a <laughs> no, you were had, talking to me I know but I was frosting both were happening at the same time yeah and then my therapist was like oh are we on I'm like oh fuck you're like really you know interfering in my coping mechanism right now <laughs> um so do you have like a calendar invite for myself, for, yeah. Like no, it's, it's like an internal. Time. It's like an internal clock circadian rhythm thing. I don't need a calendar invite. <laughs> so you've created a habit. <laughs> a good one. Let me. <laughs> um, I was thinking. The issue night, is though, I'm out of frosting, so it might transform to like an ice cream party because we're just, getting delivery. Wait, today. just wait for this observation I had last night. So last night, I realized that you know, cream cheese is frosting. <laughs> 
It is. It is. Like, it's savory frosting. frosting. There are there are frostings that are cream cheese based. The ones that go on red velvet. So yep. I was like, technically, we both have like our own version of a frosting addiction. We do. It's a. Um, it's the same. You're you're completely right because yeah. the it it is. It's the same thing. I don't I don't really have like cream cheese time though. So <laughs> um, this is maybe I'll get there. <laughs> I will say okay. I will say the frosting party is, I feel it evolving and this then ties into something that happened to me this morning. I feel it evolving as, and I said this to you the other day, I feel it being a very primitive way of soothing myself. Like I feel the soothing happening. Like I feel the, the release in my brain. Like it feels like childhood. It's comfort. It feels, it's, it's true comfort, like from and then I feel that I'm getting, I'm not, I'm not like just mindlessly doing it. Like I'm present in how it's, in how it's, I don't know if it's helping me in what it's actually making me feel. And I, it reminds me of honestly, like past traumas that I've been through mm -hmm. and basically like, okay. I, I posted that, that um, article that Maggie had sent. Mm -hmm. uh, Maggie Doherty, who's been on a listener episode before. We did a workout how, class together. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So, you know, DST truly is the community that well, we because need right now. I'm, I'm, I messaged her. I was like, because we were talking about Peloton because she got a Peloton. And I was like, I haven't tried the strength class and I really want to try it, but I'm a little scared. And she's like, yeah, I haven't tried it either. I'm like, do you want to do it together? And she's like, okay. And then we were like planned at a time. And that's even, so though we could, even though we couldn't see each other, like I was doing it because she was doing it. I put it on my calendar. And then after we were like, holy shit, that was really not that it wasn't sc scary. And I'm still sore. So it was great. Anyway, continue. I'm that's sorry. That's really cute. But yeah. So shout out to Maggie. DST shout is, Maggie. you know, just the greatest community. Um, so she sent me this article about how like what we're feeling from Harvard Business Review about like basically that like what we're all feeling now is grief. It's like a feeling of grief. And I recognize that feeling like so acutely. Um, and this morning while we were actually on our Zoom meeting like an hour ago, my mom sent me these, sent me these texts between her and my brother that, that he sent her the screenshots that she had her French, I guess she had sent them to a friend because her friend sent them back to her this morning. It was texts from between the two of them from the week after my grandma died before he did. And it was just like, literally this, this, my mom sent me these things during the zoom meeting. And like, I've been having so many moments like that where I'm like reliving like old feelings and it literally just destroyed me. Like I stopped breathing while I was like in the meeting Aww. just now. And it was, they were like the saddest things. It was like, are we gonna, it was my brother like asking like, are we going to like celebrate like Sam's birthday? Are we going to get Aww. her a cake? Like, yeah like all these things and it just that's coming up soon it's right yeah all oh, this time yeah. yeah my birthday again yeah always like something fucked up on my birthday um and i just it's literally like brought up a whole lifetime of things that like i feel like i'm pr like really trying to actively process Mm -hmm. while I'm going through it because I think in the past I haven't like I think I've like shut out a lot of feelings and now I'm just trying to like really focus on like experiencing this for what it is like acknowledging the feelings that I'm having and 
you know, food is a big piece of that coping. I was going to say, I will say that. I was going to say, actually, like maybe I I have a similar thing, not necessarily like as like deep as yours, but just the idea that like the fact that this is happening to everyone, like justifies your own like grief or anxiety. It, It validates it. And so it allows you to like not feel shame around feeling bad or like, like I find myself, like I find myself really saying like, oh, holy shit, I'm really anxious about something actually serious. I'm scared. Seeing all this news about like developing news about like young people actually getting sick or as sick as old people, like people in the hospital dying, young people dying. And then I'm like, this is real anxiety. Like it's justified. Like I have something to be afraid of and the way that I'm coping with it is fine. Like I don't feel guilt about it and it allows you to kind of process it in a real way. Yeah. I I think that like maybe the feelings everyone's having and the way that they're going through it is it's individual, even though we're all experiencing the same moment, everyone's Mm -hmm. actual interpretation of it is so individual. Like you have a whole set of concerns like like with rusty especially the different set of concerns than like i have Mm -hmm. um or that's or that anyone necessarily has like everyone is sort of going through it in their own way and i actually think that the past ways that we've dealt or experienced things really sort of like has an impact on how we're going through this now like i feel wounds reopening like rather than maybe they were never closed a new yeah yeah i mean Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like myself experiencing it like in a new way, but like almost in a way that's like, I'm, I feel secure in it. Like I feel prepared for what I'm experiencing because it's happened before almost. And I, again, also think it's because it's like, you're not, you're not alone in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. so that, like, you're just like, okay, this is actually happening and I'm feeling something that I'm kind of allowed to feel like it's actually a very serious situation and I'm, I can feel what I'm feeling. It's not because usually a lot of the times like we like feel like we have, or for me is like my feelings aren't valid. You know, I'm just, it's just, I'm anxious. I'm an anxious person. Just like we label it and then you can't feel it. But here it's like, no, I'm allowed to feel this way. and it's not because of any flaw in my personality. It's just like the world is like this and this is how I'm processing it. And that's okay. And it almost like lets you deal with it kind of more gently, gentler. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> Gentlerly. does. Some, something else I've been doing that, that like really has helped me feel like, okay, that's not like an unhealthy habit that I don't like resent myself for on like any level. Um, and I would just, this is something I recommend to everyone. I've been, the thing that has really like saved me is like thinking about like happy memories, like people who I love. Like I've been thinking so much about my grandmother, like what would she say? And it's like sad, happy. Like I've thought about, you know, times where, you know, I'm thinking a lot about like being with like Avi on a vacation or like just a happy moment that has like happened to me or, or anyone. And just thinking about how like those will come again. Like we don't know when, but like, you know, thinking, I was thinking about like your wedding, like we're going to have, like 
that was like a happy moment, like a moment of celebration and like where you just felt like great. I mean, we all like, we all felt great. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. and we will have those again. Like I keep trying to like project kind of like what my wedding will feel like when this is, when I'm able to have it and like how people will just be like really, really joyous at that moment. And like that this is like a low in life and that like we're all experiencing it. It's okay. And in the future, it's, it's not going to be like this. We don't know when that, that future is. And that's the hardest part of this, but this is not forever. I'm just hoping that in, when that comes, that we will have a new appreciation and that feeling will last, you know, like, I feel like that's my fear is that we'll have, it will be so grateful. And then all of a sudden we'll forget, like everything will feel so distant. And then we'll go back to being like narcissists. I, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I do fear that, but I also think that like, this is such, this, I think this has the potential to have such a strong impact yeah. on our generation or on every generation who's experiencing it, but us in particular, because we're like kind of the, you know, we're the ones who are going to have to deal with the consequences the most. Well, the, the Gen Z, they're just younger than us now. Yeah, them, them too. <laughs> but I think we're going to be the first generation to deal with it because yeah. they're not, they don't like have jobs really or men, you know, late, later Gen Z people do, but you know, the younger Gen Z is still in college. So, mm-hmm. so I think that the, yeah, we might like, we're going to get back to our lives and we're still going to like, you know, care about shallow shit, I'm sure. But I think that like, it will still have a lasting impact because like, we still don't know how each person's going to be affected by it. Like, I, I think there's a chance that like, ev- like we will all be personally touched by this in some way, know. you know? I'm scared and, like, of that. I know. Me too. I'm really afraid of it. Like, I call my mom every day and like, yeah, I just no, don't I know. know when I could like see her because like, at what point are we sure that like, I'm not carrying it or she's safe, you know? Yeah. The, that's how I feel. I can't see anyone, especially like we're both, me and Rusty are both high risk. So like I fucking feel so cooped up in here. I don't you know. Are it's cooped up. It's <laughs> funny. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I know. It's scary. I, I, I feel like, I mean, I think that it won't, I, even though I said that, I do know like for a fact that the world's going to be different. Like just our habits are going to be different. We talked about that in like two episodes ago, but um, so we'll always have a reminder, I think, of that time because it's not like it was just a day of a crazy news cycle or three days or something. It's going to have a lasting kind of imprint in our minds. And I, I actually, even though I'm afraid of that, I don't think that will be the reality. And hopefully we will all have a greater appreciation of our relationships at the very least of our health, like not taking that for granted. Um, yeah. Because... Yeah, that's scary. The, you know what I was also thinking last night? How crazy it is. Like just seeing celebrities at home and like doing exactly this. Cause every, I was, this, I've been watching Kiara Faragni a lot just because she's in Italy and she has, she and her husband, like they, they have a lot of influence and just what they're doing is they're just staying at home, having fun, like as a family kind of together. And I was just thinking like, She's not going out and doing anything fabulous. So fabulous. So it's kind of funny. Like it puts us all on this even playing field of we're all just like so human. And it we're all in like kind of pajamas and like 
just except staying me. home <laughs> except you sammy currently we should we need to take a screenshot of this i am dressed like as if i'm in jail like with workout me. workout gear no i'm wearing like oh flannel, and sammy's Ooh, dressed as if oh they're so comfortable um rusty's mom gave them to me they're from their flannel pants from a hospital um so <laughs> they're so comfy so and Sammy's dressed as if she's literally doing an engagement photo shoot. <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing my honeymoon clothes because, look, I know, look, I know that we hate people who get dressed up during quarantine. But I will say that I'm really trying to maintain like some good habits and getting dressed makes me feel so much more like alive. Anyone. I know, but the, the memes hate, the memes hate. But, <laughs> but it makes me feel like alive. Like it makes me feel, I feel you. And you I know, I don't you. care about getting dressed up on a regular day. It just makes me feel like, oh, I'm going to work on my computer and then I will end my day at some point. I'm slowly going to get into that right now. I've been doing half up, half down. So like my top half has been cute sweaters. My, my bottom half has been leggings. Yeah. So today, today's more regression yeah. <laughs> because I'm, I'm going to do another strength class right after. Um, or not another, like my next one right after yeah. this. So um, there was no point putting on a cute old sweater. You know? It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Smalls to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. All right, so I think we have some discussion topics submitted by Seers. And the first one, maybe we can round this back up to circle back to the food conversation. And it's um, the main question is, how is your relationship with food different now? Um, and I, I think the second one is kind of the same. It's how do you combat wanting to stay healthy and remain the same weight, um, feeling vain or anxious about that while there's much bigger problems going on in the world right now? Um, I feel like I could kind of, I could recently I've noticed like very actively that I feel so kind of happy that I'm not concerning myself with like any of my body issues. Like I'm not really, I'm just not, I, I'm not feeling any guilt about anything about what I'm eating or around food because my mind doesn't have time for that right now. And it's 
kind of nice in that way just to see a silver lining like i have no time to think about like calories or whatever i'm trying to make good choices but i'm i'm not even taking a moment of like holy shit i feel fat you know what i mean right yeah i mean i wish i could be in that boat because Okay, I was like on my like hardcore wedding diet. I'd finally like gotten to that stride for a few weeks. Yeah. And now I just feel like I like I said frosting parties daily um because I'm trying to cope. And I'm so upset at myself because I was really happy with how I looked or was starting to look before and now I just can you know, I'm not in that zone anymore. And part of it is that I feel like so much uncertainty about my wedding and when it will be. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm like working towards. So my therapist was like, well, why don't you just try to be healthy in general? I'm like, mm -hmm. well, that would be nice if I wasn't using uh, food as my lifetime of trauma soothing. So that's kind of yeah. where I am. But I think what you're saying is, is right. And what, you know, that's kind of the ideal situation. Um, is just to like not guilt yourself because who cares? I, I'm just trying really not yeah. to put or I put food on a pedestal at yeah. all. Like zero. Like I'm trying to eat healthy, like without kind of overthinking it because I found I'm realizing now like how much of my brain space was was directed at like overthinking my food choices. It's like so it's actually so crazy to me. Like, I just, I, I'm finding myself enjoying some foods more. Um, I have been, like, at night, I have been, like, not being able to sleep really that well at all because of my anxiety about, like, all this uncertainty about the fact that, like, when am I going to get sick? It's not really, like, if. It's for me, it's when. So I've had that, like, just being so scared for Rusty every single day. And so I have just been, like, going to the kitchen at midnight and just eating a little bit. And then being Shutted like, cheese? no, I'm more of like a chocolate and then like maybe some chips. <laughs> mm. So I've just kind of been like, you know what? I'm doing it. So what? It's yeah. not bad. And I'm not, and I've, I've totally seen like, like kind of in action that feeling like if you have guilt about it, you continue to binge. But instead I'm like, okay, this is my little snack time. My anxiety snack time. I'm going to make myself a snack and I'm not going to go back. And this is why I'm going to enjoy my anxiety snack time. And it's yeah. been kind of working. <laughs> no, I mean, so, I think you just have so much bigger concerns right now. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, Would you but, trade in your current concerns for your usual concerns about your body and food? Of course. Yeah, I know. It's of course I would. Yeah. Because right now it's really a matter of like I think about the I think about like the 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 risk of all the loved ones, all my loved ones, all my friends' loved ones. Um that and also like I I constantly have this like unemployment rate that's just like going in my head and how scary it is for everybody's losing jobs. Like I just I like makes me want to cry like because it's just in a blink of an eye and it's that's been like really hitting me you know yeah no i i feel you and and that's why i'm like i can't worry about it's scary the right. food yeah like it's like obviously i am naturally worried about it my brain takes me there but like i'm also just like okay 
this is what I need. Yeah. And I think that that if I think if you listener, like as if you're listening and you and you need it, yeah, so just, what? You're just, going through a global pandemic. I think right. you can just like eat whatever the fuck you want. Like, yeah, like go face deep into that cream cheese or the frosting or yeah. are they one in the same? Yeah. I mean, just thinking about this, I know like two weeks ago I compared this to 9-11 and I know there were some people who thought that was not an apt comparison. But since Cuomo has compared it to this, and I would actually argue that this could even be worse in its own ways. Maybe I'll get in trouble for this and then Cuomo will say that and, you know, who knows, we'll be in the cycle. I, I hope this is the worst thing that we collectively experience and it genuinely could be. So if I think like, yeah, that's, that's really anxiety producing, but also like knowing that like your feelings are meeting the moment. Mm-hmm. Is okay. Like, Wait, can you just, because exp- since a lot of people kind of had that reaction i didn't really notice it but i guess whatever if people had that reaction to people could you maybe maybe they didn't really understand what you meant so could you clarify i mean i just mean it in the sense that it's like a turning point in how things are um you know like before 9 11 people weren't really afraid of terrorism it changed how we do a lot of things like the airport um, it changed how we went into a, a war in Iraq because of that, that we are barely out of. Um, so it really changed like the world dynamics. Like it changed a lot of things geopolitically and the way, you know, I think like our parents' generation is afraid of terrorism. And that was kind of like the primary concern for a lot of years. I think that this is now going to be a turning point in a lot of things. I'm hoping that no matter what the situation is with this, like how it ultimately pans out. I'm hoping that that turn will be for the better, that people will be more socially conscious, that we'll be more prepared for something like this, that we'll have more respect for the people who really help our society function, doctors, you know, people who are, you know, doing deliveries, who are working in restaurants, feeding us. I mean, I think that it's just such like a, it's, I think that this is probably the biggest thing that we will, you know, I hope it's the biggest, the worst thing that we all live through. I really I do. Collectively. Be something bad every 20 to 30 years. <laughs> I think to be so too. Realistic, I really think there's going to be just something like we can't, but the next one could be not as bad as this. It's, I find it's naive to think that like, you know, it's going to be smooth sailing from here. No, like, it there's won't something be. that's, but I feel like this, every time you go through something, it prepares you for the next one. But I totally get what you're saying about it being about like having this world, but even for 9-11, it was really like, I mean, yeah, it affected the world, but that one thing only affected right. New York, but this affects the world. And so it could have a lasting impact on like the economy. It can well, have, yeah. That's why I say bigger because like, yes, 9-11 was like a very, very terrifying, tragic event, but it was, it was isolated to a certain, to a, a one city. I mean, not, not really isolated. Not really, it affected yeah. the entire United States, but this is literally the entire world. Yeah. Like every, six billion, seven billion people who are potentially affected by this. Yeah. It's just different. And it's just, also not just like one day, like this, we can yeah. still a- affect the impact with 9-11, like it happened and like we couldn't, once we couldn't stop it, we couldn't stop it. Like at this point, we still have the government, we as individuals, like still have the power to shape the result. And that's what's like, 
both scary and empowering. Mm-hmm. And it's also wild to think like there's no one you can sort of hate right now. You know, like with, there is. with no, but I, you know what I mean? Like the, the enemy is the virus, not yeah. like political. I don't mean politically, Sammy. <laughs> I mean, like the enemy, you can't, you can't use all of your frustrations or your anger and push it towards like a per, I mean, you, you, I mean, certain people can, but there's disagreements about that. Right. Well, whereas, whereas right now it's like the, the virus is the enemy. The virus is the enemy for the people actually on the front lines fighting it. But I would argue that those are the people who have been the least respected and appreciated by the individuals who are and i will point to one individual because honestly even mike pence i think has a stronger handle on this than the president the truth is that the president is actually actively preventing measures from being taken he prevented them he got rid of the entire pandemic team off of the national security council he was warned about this for months so i actually do think that there is really a strong argument to blame i mean, obviously he didn't invent the virus like no one's claiming right. that the bat yeah. in china who someone ate you know i can get into wet markets at a different time but <laughs> <laughs> but i think that the truth you know is what this I, was, this, it didn't, yes, the virus was going to happen either way, but this situation didn't have to happen. There were, there have been outbreaks and pan, and potential pandemics that have happened before, but none of them got to this point because of the preventative measures that were put in place because of the doctors and the experts who were listened to, to for, to what to do for, to prepare for this. But the truth is that the Chinese government did hide information, but mm-hmm. there was information that the president that the president and his administration had that they could have done people who they could have kept in the government instead of disassembling their teams to make sure that this could have been prevented or mitigated the truth is that we did not have to be at this point but there would have been a virus anyway so right that's my soapbox for today. well i just also wanted to point out the fact that like even though we kind of wanted to talk about food and our routines we still can't help but go back to kind of this deep emotional like response and the fear and like like the primitive feelings and it's just like i feel like it's so representative of just how we're feeling on a daily basis you well know my I mean? feeling my anger towards the president as being like the incompetent one in control goes back to like my own family like where i see that almost like my father as being like the incompetent one who didn't prevent issues in my own family so for me this is like a very easy path to go down but i also have the information that backs it up both in the case of the president and my father um <laughs> so it's i think that because this is such a big deal people are probably feeling deep pain that they haven't dealt with or acknowledged and it's the way that you interpret it is a reflection of like where you come from what's your story all of these things right 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 but yeah this could have we didn't have to be here and also some of the things that are coming out of it like the relief bill some of these future problems could be prevented by better legislation but again the sup podcast is now daily you can listen to it there <laughs> and you guys made it like 20 minutes right yeah we made a 20 minute 20 daily minutes. corona cast so that you can hear it's just really good, updates guys. on corona every day so if you want to subscribe it's the betches sub podcast in every I, I love listen. the new logo too yeah not the logo but the new cover photo it's really pretty i love it too um, i love i love the, it soothes me yeah and it's just <laughs> a quick it's a quick convo so you get all the updates mm-hmm. at once 
guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with Athletic Brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights and early mornings so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company fit for all times. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local Local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Let's go back to the questions. Um, okay. How are we both staying productive during this time? Um, um, I think, <laughs> I mean, I think you and I are both working really hard and um, the two, we, we've been actually working actively on a project that we will reveal tomorrow, technically tomorrow, when this comes out. Yes. Um, to do something for Corona relief. So stay tuned for that. That has honestly been keeping me going a lot. Working out for like 30 minutes in the morning um, is a really good start for my day. Uh-huh. I've been making dinner. I've been trying to like actively make dinner for Avi. How's that going? I mean, I suck at making dinner. <laughs> um, I just don't even yeah. care because all I want to do is like eat dessert. So I don't really have passion for the dinner, but that's my, that's what I've been doing. What my about favorite, you? my favorite person to follow is Jennifer, Ki- Jennifer Fisher's kitchen. 
Um, she, you know, Jennifer Fisher jewelry, well, her passion is cooking. She cooks like all day. She cooks for her family. She makes me feel like things that seem so complicated are really not that complicated and, um, gives me kind of more confidence in the kitchen. So like where you say you're really bad at it, I feel like I could it's follow just, her. You could fo- just, fo- I, I bought her salts also. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, I actually am pretty good in the kitchen if I'm committed to it. But yeah. because the thing that's keeping me going right now is us like doing like work basically. Yeah. I'm not as like, my mind isn't like on that. So my mind yeah. right now is on like work and like a workout and like feeling Same. good. Same. So yeah. So I've, for me it's been like a slow progression like in the beginning I was just kind of like this like just kind of more messy and then I was like okay this when I've accepted that this is going to be a long time I was like I need to make myself a routine I made like a potential workout schedule so I would do like like Tuesday I would do 30 minutes strength something Wednesday cardio Thursday strength and it just basically got go back and forth. And then Monday I rest because Monday I usually have the most shit to do. So um, that's been helping. Also, just um, I've been I, I do my habit tracker still. I still keep oh, up with good. my journal, even though a lot of it has gone to shit. You know, yeah. it's just it's just kind of funny. But so I just created new, the good thing about my thing is that every week I choose new habits, whether I want to keep going with the ones before I am um, go with. I make new ones, like whether it's like I want to have a mindful week or so I do like mindful moment or something like that. And I I had my first virtual call with a, my therapist, my therapist. I had never done that before. It was like kind of nice to just kind of like close my computer and still be home. Yeah, I love <laughs> virtual therapy. Uh, it, there was like definitely like different because it's just weird, right? Once you get used to it, you're going to be like, this is the same. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because sometimes you're just like, am I just talking to myself? Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, well, you don't look at, you don't have the video? No, I, no, I do. I do. It's just when I'm talking, I'm like, just in, like physically, I'm just by myself in my room, you know? Yeah. Um, But I have, I found like a lot of like, you know how I've been working with her on like self-compassion and things like that. And I found it more to like, just to be a lot. I found this time to actually make it make it's sorry the rewind I found this time has made it even easier to have more self-compassion because I I thought like before you know like I'm a perfectionist I have some all OCD whatever um and I would sometimes feel guilt about the fact that like last week wasn't the same as this week. I feel so bad about flip-flopping. I'm such a hypocrite about X, Y, Z, like all of that. Whereas like this time I feel like because the world is sort of day by day, the world is week by week. I feel okay about feeling the same way about my own, my own emotions. And it's okay if like last week is a bit more mindful this week, I was a bit more like regimented and just like, my whole message internally is just doing what serves me right now to be like productive at work, to be like, try to, we have to be good leaders too. Um, yes. To, to just kind of be, be calm for rusty. Um, just like all of those things and just doing what serves me and not really feeling bad about like my own personal shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great message. I think that's like what we should all be doing. It's, 
unfortunate. Oh my God, my mom is FaceTiming me. Um, it's unfortunate. <laughs> she does it like every day at this. Do point. answer. Like, like, oh, oh my God, should we have her on? Um, the 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 unfortunate thing, but also good, is that all we needed was a global pandemic to give ourselves a little break. Oh my God, here's my mom. Mom, you're hi, on Eileen. the diet charts recording tomorrow right now. Oh, hi. Well, hi. Not visually recorded, just audio. Oh, thank God. Okay. I you hope you're doing for the I hope you're doing well, Eileen. I didn't hear you. Do I have a message for who? Eileen says she hopes you're doing well. Do you have a message for the listeners? I do. Um, <laughs> stay strong. You know, I know it's hard. It's so hard being alone and being in solitude and having a little fear that you might be ill. It's hard. Just be your strong selves. And that's all that we could do right now. I, so be healthy, everybody. That's a great message. Oh, that was really cute. Okay, I'm yeah. going to hang up and call you after. Bye. Oh, thank you. Goodbye. Did she say you look good in your dress? You look real pretty, she said. <laughs> I knew it. Um, I also feel like that's not something touched upon as often as everything else is this isolation. It's like I have these moments of like I'm on my couch, I'm working from home, and like you and I work from home sometimes. But then you're like, I'm not here by choice. <laughs> Right. Like I'm here because I'm not really allowed to go somewhere else. And yeah. that is crazy. And it feels very isolating. Like it's just, it's, it, it makes, it, I suddenly have like chills go down my body and it's like very apocalyptic. <laughs> I know. So, I try to not think about that element, but it's yeah. like, I kind of got too scared to go for runs anymore, which is like, really? I don't know. I just feel like there's like a little bit of uncertainty about how this virus is actually spread. And I don't totally feel comfortable like just like being like around when it's not necessary. Yeah. I've I'm lucky that I'm a recluse though, because <laughs> being at home is like not hard for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I am, but I'm starting to feel like the effects of the fact that like I don't go further than my block for the last like for the last week like two weeks i haven't gone further than that i don't want to walk some past that i'm scared a little bit i'm kind of becoming what is that called when you don't leave your house agoraphobic like uh, that's what i'm becoming like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like one of those people who like stop at their stoop you know yeah that's where i'm at right now just because like, <laughs> I i'm just a little like i know i've gone to the grocery store actually but even then i'm get the fuck away from it you know like i'm just a little bit afraid Same. and i'm trying to stick calm through that because i need groceries um, i know i'm like a little afraid of the grocery store too we've been doing instacart but like then i have to clorox every single item well i guess i do that anyway but yeah did you see tj not tj maxx uh trader, trader joe's had a close because two employees trusted positive yeah well that's why in if america was not I'm quoting Twitter, someone on Twitter, a third world country in a Gucci belt, there would be enough masks so that not only the doctors could have enough to stay safe, but the grocery store workers could too. Because they're literally on the front lines. They're seeing people all day. Yeah. Next question. So to maybe we can release some anxiety. I don't know, Sammy, but how, what's the, the latest with your wedding planning, Sammy? question okay. from the audience so the wedding's canceled i'm starting over in new york 
I have started to feel really sad about that. Um, but then I have guilt about feeling sad about it because I'm like, oh, if this is the worst thing that happens to me, that would be great. Like that'd be a great mm -hmm. outcome of a pandemic. Um, so I have like a little guilt about feeling sad, but I also do feel sad. Um, for my planning, like I know a lot of people are just picking dates in the future. I've been um basically my my sort of thinking about this and it's based on reading about like comparisons with like the 1918 flu pandemic mm -hmm. where basically there were like up there were outbreaks like three ups and downs um like waves that lasted over the course of like 2 years um and Dr. Fauci has actually said he's worried about like a cycling through of this so my problem my problem is that i'm afraid to just like pick a date like oh any date in the future my sort of plan my approach is that and I'm worried that there might be like capacity issues with weddings or that things just might not be like normal with weddings for like two or so years or until there's a vaccine. So my thought is like, let's say we don't want to like plan for two years. Like, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. My thought is like, if there's a time when it feels like in the next month or so, a wedding could be doable, like that mm -hmm. I could actually have one and it could be normal and maybe there'd be a capacity issue, but like maybe we'd be okay with it. Um, that we could, that all our plans could work out that like Avi's family could come from Israel, that this could like happen. Um, we would plan it like basically a month in advance, like feeling like, okay, in a month, like a wedding is possible. And then we would just like plan it like that. Um, I know it's probably like a different approach than a lot of people are taking, but the reason I'm doing it is based on like this idea that it could be like a longer pandemic with cycles. Um, and based on how the government's handling it, i.e. not having a lockdown that's like broad, um, that is kind of how I worry it will play out. So maybe I'll get to have a wedding like at one of these like low points in the pandemic or maybe the pandemic will end earlier than expected and we'll get to have a wedding. Um, mm -hmm. Or maybe we just like don't book it and we wait until like two years from now when it's like done and we could have a normal wedding that we expected. Um, and maybe that's like the best way to do it. How does that make you feel? I don't want to like plan for two years. So it makes me feel okay because I have like hope that it could be sooner. Uh -huh. But that also like makes me feel like, oh, I need to stay on this diet, like just to bring it back to that, which is like so annoying. Um, just an annoying, <laughs> dumb peak corner of my brain. Like, so whatever. don't. I know, whatever. Frosting parties for life. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but it also is like, okay, well, like if our wedding's in two years, like, okay, well, that's the amount of time you dated before you had a wedding. Like, so what? Like, right. it's not a huge deal. We're not like rushing to have children, especially not at this time when like, women like husbands can't even be in the delivery room at this time that was like mm -hmm. a new piece of news um it's not like i just like what like why have it when it can't be what we want it to be that's right like and my mom yeah. last night was like she's like i think this is going to make you guys even stronger like you like you'll be like if you can make it through this you can make it through anything and like yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like things have been great. Like, I feel very lucky to have Avi and, like, you know, be in a supportive relationship at this time. And, like, okay, so if we don't get married, like, I guess we'll just get married when we can. Yeah. It doesn't really, I matter. mean, it doesn't make a, diff a real difference besides, like, 
like lit like literally i hope nobody gets pissed off by this but like the biggest difference is just filing your taxes together yeah. <laughs> like honestly it's not that much different so also, i can save more money over the next time then i would feel like more secure spending you know maybe a little more or just more secure spending the same amount yeah like say weddings weren't or marriage wasn't a thing of society like it really would make no difference you know what it, i mean yeah i mean it really does not make a difference at this point um but anyway yeah are you guys getting sick of your significant others <laughs> um i feel like there are definitely people i just like yeah can you because rusty actually le like leaves for three days of the week um it does give me anxiety where he is but then again we're not together so it's the same what about like how yeah. how is it adjusting to both of you every day being the same place it's really been fine like mm -hmm. it's just i mean avi's very he's very like easy to get along with generally i mean um, he has his things like that he likes to do but like it's what are did you guys compromise like what do you think is the best the, way so the biggest compromises we made okay the biggest compromises we made is like responsibilities of like who's responsible for what so i'm mm -hmm. responsible for making the bed and making dinner we're both responsible for like neatening up like making sure that everything's like neat generally and he is responsible for um the laundry the dishes and the taking out the garbage <laughs> that's great what about brucey we split bruce okay we split yeah. bruce um, and then and then the other compromise was we were switching off rooms like every day who gets the living room versus who gets the bedroom and i actually prefer the bedroom and he prefers the living room so that worked out well okay great yeah i feel like that was the biggest i feel like a lot of people are struggling probably with you know who gets what room and that's not fair and blah 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 and now more than ever good communication is yeah. really like the most important thing and truly compromising um yeah i feel lucky that this is not an issue do you feel like rusty's a hero because like i kind of do <laughs> um like i wish he would tell me more about what was going what's going on but instead he just kind of like sends me these texts <laughs> scary ass text messages and i'm like <laughs> telling them to you um yeah yeah no of course i do like everything he's doing is so important and he risks his life every day or risks his you know the potential of his you know of his life and um yeah like everyone he works with and it's just like just so scary it's so scary like he works in trauma i've said this before he works in trauma so like people who come in like he said he had like a stab like per person come in and like that's still happening no idea well the, he said like crime has gone down there's less cars there's less car jordana asked about the crime rate in our corona task force I know. <laughs> um but there was like someone i don't know like he didn't, obviously didn't tell me any information um he's not allowed to but somebody came in with like stab wounds and like that person could have corona you know right. and it's like so because you don't know they're not they're not yeah. responsive right. um so they could not know it's scary he has to um sign in and out of his mask every day he said um what are other things he's saying he says like there's like new findings every day new trends of like something that they didn't learn before he's like we're just figuring like what? it out as it goes he says like actually younger people who have healthy um healthy uh 
immune systems actually could get sick because their immune systems are so healthy. They're like fighting against itself. I don't really know what he was saying. Really? Something like that. But then I also saw our friend in our Corona Task Force chat said the same thing that her, her brother said. No, her husband's brother said the same thing, who's a doctor, um, that they're seeing a trend of that. And both I saw both text messages independent of each other. So I was yeah. like, Fuck. I've seen a lot of like very on Twitter, like, I found that like the news is so far behind like what people are just talking about their individual experiences on Twitter. And there's a lot of like, I ran two marathons and I'm now hospital. Like, you know what I mean? There's a yeah. lot of like, oh, Avi's, <laughs> fuck, Avi cannot go outside. Um, it's like, although I honestly have a theory that Avi and potentially I already had it in January. You were both um, sick like that? So he was like, I had like a, we came back from Mexico. So mm -hmm. that was like the first thing right after we got back from Mexico, I got like a cold, like, or what I thought was a cold, whatever. I felt shitty. I think I had a fever, like one of the days mm -hmm. he got sick for like three days in a way that he was like, I never, I've never felt like this before. And he doesn't complain. Mm -hmm. So he was like, I've never felt this sick. And I was like, all right, like you're growing to work though. So like, yeah, yeah. That, like not bad, but I think that that could have, he had like, you know, a fever and a cough and he couldn't like, and I think that he may have just had it. Maybe I've seen a lot of like people also on Twitter who are like, I had all these symptoms in January. I had this, no one, everything else came up negative. But has that possible? like, were they spreading it? I don't understand. I think it was spreading potentially like a lot earlier than people Wait, thought until it became, like, and it's, rabid almost right well because it's highly contagious is clearly like the issue is that like each person infects on average three people so if you take that like 10 layers deep that's like sixty thousand people so it's like so much more there's also though, a lot of different viruses they're not just True. the specific one that are going around that some people are getting um they they still have similar symptoms, but then they're they don't test positive for Corona and they have something else. So um, there are also a lot of false negatives. Is, yeah, I know. What is Rusty um, saying? Like, what else are they like figuring out? Um, there's like all this uncertainty about how long it takes to get test results back. He was saying, um, like what when you should go in with all of your protective gear or not. Because the person is in the middle of getting tested. I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. He well, our friend, our friend's me, like, mom is still waiting for tests after eight days. Yeah, but that's how, yeah, that's how long he's saying it's taking. And he, there's a lot of doctors who are being admitted, like, who are being sick. He says that there's now, they're talking about, like, thresholds for age of not being intubated because there aren't enough um, ventilators. He said, though, oh, he said, though, Tesla is um, donating ventilators and beds to his hospital. So that was really, that made me feel good because he loves Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N U U L Y dot com, newly with two U's with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, Good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. All right, let's let's switch gears just really quick. Make it a little lighter. Um, what about our TVs and our phones? Are they? What are what are you doing to de-stress, decompress? What are you doing? Uh, Mario Kart and yeah, Mario right? Tennis. We bought a Nintendo Switch, and Aileen, we gotta play. It's the greatest thing. Oh yeah, I'm gonna beat the. I'm gonna beat you so hard. Like it's I've fine. been playing this for a year. <laughs> Avi beat me ten times in a row in Mario Tennis, and I was like, I don't care. It just feels good oh, to hit the ball. <laughs> I I yeah, I'm an awful competitor. I quit all of the games that I couldn't figure out. So the only one I've got is Mario Kart. And um, Rusty used to beat me until the table started turning. I figured out his moves, and I'm. Is it I, to skid when you press the right button? I okay. There's a few things. What? No, there's a few things. Sean <laughs> saying yes. There's a few things I've been saying many times that the cart you have, the the car you choose, important changes based on the what you um the road the road, and there's a trick you can press the plus or the minus button when you're in the selection mode, and it shares the stats of each like your combination of your cart, like the wheels, the car, and <laughs> Sean's oh. laughing. So I was like, yeah, this is a new secret I learned. I'm going to beat everyone. Um, who's your character? Cat Peach, bitch. <laughs> um, I'm I always am constantly, I'm like, I'm Cat Peach, bitch. I used to I be a, a real big peach girl, and now I am a toadette. 
She's pink. Oh. She's cute. She's feisty. That's me. I was towed at in tennis last night, but she was too slow. So I um small legs. You know, I don't you know. I haven't don't found my avatar in Mario Tennis quite yet because I think the male players in Mario Tennis are better than the female players. Uh, not that. to sound Those sexist, the game I think is sexist. <laughs> um, I really like the star though, Luma. She's cute. I don't I don't play Mario Tennis. I told you I just oh mm. right. I remember play, Wii Tennis. Remember that? Obvious not stop talking about Wii Tennis. He's like, he's like, it's so great you can get a workout while you're playing a video game. I'm like, I'm just happy that I get to press the button and I don't have to run for the ball myself. <laughs> Sean Sean says Yoshi for life. Rusty's on Yoshi. He plays he does I like black Yoshi. Yo Yoshi's a black good Yoshi and he's just constantly whizzing past me and I'm like, no fuck no. But today we are getting Super Mario Brothers and I'm gonna I never finished that game when I was a child. Oh uh, speaking of nostalgia, this game is Mario Nintendo like Mario games are so nostalgic for me. They make me think of like my childhood like a positive way. And so it's been great. So I'm gonna get all the stars in Super Mario Brothers. Like Avi and I are <laughs> gonna work together because I know I only got like 75, I think, as a kid, but I'm gonna try to get like I think it's 120 or 150. I'm gonna get them all. Like I'm gotta I will catch them all. Like also, like, how did I figure out how to even get that many? Like I couldn't Google the cheat codes like on my little AOL and I was like all, all I've been wanting to do, speaking of cheat codes, is play The Sims. The Sims. Julia got The Sims. You I should. I, here's the thing. Dylan from Betches, Bravo by Betches, um, he told me, he like, you can download it for, for like cheap right now. And I'm like, yeah, but how much space does it take up on your computer? Because I remember that it takes like 14 gigs up and it slows down your whole machine. But I'm like, I, I, your phone. I can't, no, that's yeah. not real Sims playing. You need to get a mouse. You need to sit there <sighs> for 10 hours and you need to make your dream house. That's, Wait, that's. The dream. <laughs> that's that's all I want to do. I want to decorate something. I've been texting you nonstop. I've been watching people's like home tours. <laughs> I want to redecorate so badly, but it's not like I can even get the furniture. Like I want a king size bed first of all, and I want new bedding. It's like an itch. I need to decorate. <laughs> yeah, because we're in the home. I know. Okay, we're in the wait, home. I will talk home. about a recommendation I have for everyone. Um, so for correction. Okay, no, yeah. For coffee. Okay, so. I need my iced coffee every day. So first, start by buying Starbucks cups on Amazon and the green straws. It'll feel like home. I feel like then, you should just get a reusable one, though. That's a better message. Okay, that's a better message. <laughs> but like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm trying. Okay. Then we got like a really nice French press from Le Crusette or whatever for our wedding that we were Ooh. honestly, we were originally going to return it because Avi had like a mini French press and I was getting starbucks every day before work so there's no yeah. point but now what we do is we make a big batch in this really nice french press and Ooh. put it in the fridge and then it becomes iced coffee do you have an ice maker in the freezer oh, the good life you live <laughs> i have like one of those old fridges i once i you gotta fill your ice tray like grandma yeah. <laughs> yeah, I emailed my building like when I first moved in and I was like, I have back problems. It's hard to bend over. They didn't answer me. <laughs> I was like, can I get a new fridge? <laughs> Why don't you email them again? Maybe they'll help you now. No, they like they suspended all moves. They like it's crazy. Um, yeah. What about the television? Are you finding it more stressful or less stressful? I can was a barely question. pay attention. Although I, I do watch the news all day. I, I wait. The one thing I wait for like Cuomo to come on. He's so great. I can't yeah. watch anything. I can't pay attention to any shows other than the plot against America. 
I try to like that. I don't know if I love it yet. It's not as good as I hoped. It's not as good. But it's I a like little it. too like, I a can't too describe old it. fashioned. It's like trying to be Boardwalk Empire, but it's not. Yes. That's, yes. Right. It's a, yes. Yeah. Okay. Focus so on the, the, the pro the plot and not as much on the set with that. Yeah. Well, um, I haven't been keeping the news on my TV just to oh. have it just I, I'll, I'll see I get all the updates on my phone it's enough and I'm right. in the corona task force of course right and I'm getting the updates <laughs> in real reference what that is just so the corona know. the corona task force it's our group chat with all of our friends that started off as one our first friend that had a bachelorette party and then um it is expanded to more people joining because they weren't at the bachelorette but like they're still part of our friend group and then we changed the name from bachelorette to corona task force where we send updates in real time <laughs> of what's going on with each ourselves with each other and ourselves sometimes it gives me a little anxiety i put it on um i minimize it from my computer but then sometimes i open it when i need a good laugh you know yeah it serves a multi-purpose or chat. a gif of a pic of barry a barry if you know you know yeah, lots you know. of okay. lots lots of good porn there um Do we have yeah, more questions uh, wait but what? i yeah. yeah for television i've actually found myself watching television more mindfully like i reserve a time to watch tv like the tiger king i watched that yeah like, only been kind of watching like two shows two episodes of something a night and then just like reading it's i got a kindle it's kind of like i don't know who i'm becoming i haven't been able to read because i need to read real books like i can't do the kindle and that's like what i have right now is my access to books and i just like haven't found a book that i'm like i need to read this right, right. now yeah um, tv i'm trying to do tiger king but like i couldn't pay attention like when oh, there's Twitter, crazy. how can I, how can I watch? Twitter? It's such a good relief. Like from so weird. It's, that's why it's great. It's just like ridiculous. And it just gets your mind off things in such a great way. You're like, you're really invested. These sweet, sweet tigers. Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes me love Sansa more. <laughs> it's yeah. Just, Wait. It's just a lot going on. I don't like, like weird animals. Like it started with snakes and I was like, okay, I can't. There's no snakes. There's there were no snakes, snakes in the first scene. Heck, it's just to get you hooked. There's no snakes. They didn't that. hook me. They unhooked me. Yeah, with the well, snakes. It makes you go, "Ooh, I can't watch." Can I? You know. Okay. <laughs> um, should we? Should we do a, a non-scale win? Let's do non-scale wins. Okay. Um, do you want me to read a submission? Yeah. Non-scale win. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Sammy and Aileen. Thanks for providing this platform and especially thanks for keeping the content going as we settle into quarantine. I wanted to share a non-scale win with you that I'm feeling really proud of. The past month has really helped me to reevaluate things about myself that I thought I couldn't change. I've always thought I was not self-motivated, quote unquote, and that working from home would be a disaster. But after the first week, I realized I don't have to define myself this way. I did 40 hours of remote pro bono work for a nonprofit, I'm a law student, for my apartment, and it wasn't as hard as I thought thought it would be. I've always, I've also always thought, quote unquote, I'm not a runner, but I spent the last month training and ran my first 5k right before quarantine started. I figure since I can't go to the gym, my apartment is about 10 feet wide. I might use this time to train for a 10k next. Of course, keeping plenty of distance from others, realizing I can change things I thought were finite about myself is really rewarding and giving me hope about going forward. Maybe I don't have to be a constant snack or a face picker either. <laughs> anyway, thanks for being part of the change and good luck. Um, that's great. That's great. It Look is at those limiting like, beliefs being shattered. 
when you change when you're forced to change your environment it feels like like anything is sort of possible i'm thinking that about a work like at first i feel like we were all resistant about zoom meetings or whatever and when we realized we have no choice and, and this is the new alone. normal this is the new normal like we have to connect like this it made things so much it, it was fine it was great and it showed that actually like if one of the questions that we didn't answer was like are you what's like a positive that's come out of this and i find just like for work especially for our, our company people are coming are more integrated they're coming together more they're working together more um because of this time because we're physically apart and it's something that we couldn't really force ourselves to do when we were physically together you know what i mean and i find that because we have this like umbrella of something that we all share it's like we're all here for one one thing you know what i mean that's well there are like studies that people during tragedies become like actually like surprisingly altruistic i have to find where that study is but i read it um i read it once okay <laughs> so i think that that's like part of it i think that when like the going gets tough like really tough like it is now i think that people have an amazing way to like reach into parts of themselves that they need to and to come together for like what really matters which is ultimately other human beings yeah and connection is so much more important than like some of the things that we normally prioritize like mm -hmm. like yeah. ourselves ourselves yeah pretty much what's your non-scale win my non-scale win is our non-scale win and it is the launch that we are preparing for tomorrow um i'm really proud of us i think it's a big transition and a big um Grow like you can see a lot of growth in ourselves from the fact that we're doing this mm -hmm. um, and the way that we're looking at this situation and like what our role should be in it and what we want it to be in it. And I'm really proud of us for working towards something like purposefully um, when it's so needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I so. like that a lot. I'll go with that too. That Great. is also my non-scale win. Great. That and my strength Peloton workouts. Yeah. And you um, guys, you'll all see what it is tomorrow so yeah check out on batches and um carly wanted us to shout out that we have a new playlist on our batches spotify called cheer the fuck up where we add chill or happy music all submitted by you guys and you can keep submitting them through our dms uh, or you can just let us know if you can be trusted to make a collab playlist <laughs> yeah. um so yeah go guys go check that out um keep emailing us dst at betches.com dm us follow us Die at Die Stars tomorrow. Rate, review, subscribe. We're going to keep improving the sound quality of these podcasts. Um, just keep submitting how you're feeling, like what you want us to talk about, because, you know, we're all, again, like we really, we're all this together. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, just let us, what are you yeah. eating? Send some recipes. Go, go oh, on quarantine doing cuisine. A, if you're cooking something, Hashtag quarantine cuisine and tag at eyes of tomorrow and we'll share it. We'll share it. And yeah. All right. For sure. Should we say our sign off? We shall. We're always with you. Through thick and thin. 
Diet Starts Tomorrow is hosted by Aileen Cooperman and Sammy Fishbein. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Our podcast producers are Mike Coscarelli, Sean Kilby, and Carly Rice. And artwork is by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram and email your questions and non-scale wins to DST at Betches.com. Betches.